0: government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. But let's say tomorrow the law stated that we had to use torture. Don't be absurd. Why, it used to be the law to be the law again. It's only a matter of principle. Then you would use torture if the law said so. You're using an extreme example. All right, then. What's your limit? How much injustice would you stand for to satisfy the people we work for? Good
1: evening, I i like to report on the state of our war against the American people. We're mounting a sustained campaign to crack down on every American and every person of every faith and every nation and to bring them to justice. All missions are being executed according to plan, without warning or provocation. Americans are being swept up in an international dragnet. Thousands of FBI agents are on the trail of other citizens here and abroad. It has everything to do with hate and evil and murder and prejudice. America's strong.
0: strong, strong. Federal agents, we are armed! What would you do if you knew the you things we knew? Uh, would please you would you turn please. away to?
1: And what if you saw all of the things that's wrong? And I stood up you, for you didn't I?
2: I? Perhaps someday I could help you. Someday I could tell you the nature of evil. Oh, man. Because if I did, then I'd be out of a job. Let's go to work.
0: Oh, I see a message from the government Like every day I watch it and listen And call them all suckers They wanted me about Osama or whatever Picture me buying this scam I said never You ain't doomed to a hard truth Soldier spitting I stay committed Give die, I lose commission It's all about a part of fighting Devil state mind control And all about the battle For your body, mind and soul And now I'm hoping You don't close your mind So they shape you Don't forget they made us slaves Gave us AIDS and rapists Another push season Meaning Another war for profit. All the secret so the public never fit to stop it. The Illuminati, Triple Six, all connected. Stole the boats stay control the race and take elections. It's the stolen bones, Freemason kill committee. See the dragon get in every city. Wow. What would you do? That's the way the French game is played. That's not the way I play. Let me tell you something, Al. Half the time we don't know which side the law is on. That's the way the wheels of Justice turn in this town. And they're the only wheels we got. I have to excuse me, you got some police work. Now ask yourself who's the one with the most to gain yes. on 9-11. My- Put this stand his name. Now, even waving flags like they lost their mind. Everybody got opinions, but don't know the time. Cause America's been took, it's plain to see. The oldest trick in the book is making enemy. A phony evil, so recover, make it through its dirt. And take over your freedom, lock and load, beating search. Ain't nothing changed, but more colored people locked in prison. These pigs still beat us, but it seems we forgetting. But I remember 4 September, how these devils do it. <sighs> Giuliani ask Diallo how he doing We in the streets holler jail to the feet, Follow waving flags bring these dragons to their knees oil blood money Make these killers ride cold Suspicious suicide people dying never told It's all a part of playing God So you think we need them while being Ashcrossed take away your rights to freedom Bear witness to the sickness of these dictators Hope you understand the time brother Cause it's major
3: wow. Haven't you ever had any Doubts about enforcing unjust laws It's not for us to judge the law, but but to enforce it. Yes, I knew you would say that. You never experienced that, right?
0: You never thought that you were an instrument, but you were sort of an executive looking after the interests of whomever happens to be in power. So now you asking why my records always come the same? Keep it real, ain't no fillers blinging. Mine eyes see the glory of the coming of the beast. So every story, every word I'm saying, peace. See, you could witness the Illuminati body count. Don't be surprised, these is devils that I'm talking about. You think a couple thousand lies mean the killers? Nigga, I swear to God, we the ones. Ain't no villains or any other word. They think they demonize a country Ain't no terror threat Unless approval waiting slumping So I'ma say it for the record We the ones that planned it Ain't no other country Took a part or Had their hand in Just a way to keep you scary So you think you need them. Praising Bush Why that killer Take away your freedom How many of us got discovered But ignore the symptoms I'm talking loud But ain't nobody saying it. And with the fourth amendment Gone eyes are on the first That's why I'm spitting cyanide Each and every verse I see the Carlisle Group and Harris Bank accounts I see him plead the fifth Each and every session now, white stag Stagburn, see the public buy it. I see the profile, I see the media's compliance. War is good for business, see the vicious make a savior. Hope you understand the time, brother, because it's major. What would you do if you knew all
4: the things we you knew? Would you stand up for true, would you turn away to
5: Thank you so much for joining us today on this maiden voyage of the new live fourth hour. Anything new works out bugs as thousands of you log on to watch the video feed as we tweak the settings there. You can also listen right now to the audio alone without the video if you're having any problems at InfoWars.com. Alan Watt, again, is our guest for the rest of this hour. His powerful website is CuttingWithTheMatrix.net. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of phone calls we're going to be going to here in the next 10 minutes for the balance of the show. Uh, Alan the, the, the New World Order system is being exposed like never before. Some would say that the establishment means to have revelation of the method, and I think they have done that obviously through the culture and the media. But I think it, it is going a little faster than they wanted. I, I, I see real signs of distress within them, and I see this system they've set up, this formula, as controlling them as well. Kind of a wild beast. Uh, just a kind of hive mind or institutionalized system that is now even out of their control. Your take on that statement, Alan Watt?
3: Yeah. Well, one thing we must always understand: these people don't—they don't play politics. They say they make an agenda. They do not compromise. That's the one thing all down through history. They do not compromise. They get their way or nothing. However, they have to at this very stage. Uh, of use the double edged sword because they want a world you see, you see children are already growing up with this conditioning of global globalism they have been for many many years now, and so they have to come out in the open and and as though it's the, the normal thing to do to be global nowadays and at the same time they do know there's still a generation left who are a bit older but have the histories here who remember and lived and grew up in the older system and they don't want to go into this new uh, sort of Soviet type of uh, globalism where we're all monitored, watched and prodded and chipped and all the rest of it. Uh, so they expect trouble and that's why they published their 90-page report from the top think tank of the Department of Defence in Britain. Uh, it was published in The Guardian, nine pages. I've got the 90 pages on my website. And this top think tank for the Department of Defence also is a top one for NATO countries, all NATO countries, the US, Canada and so on, and they foresee nothing but escalating riots from now on up to the next thirty years and they're prepared to use all means necessary to suppress these riots now what's going to make the average person riot well we can see what's going to happen because now they want full control of all your food supply they have it your water supply your energy for keeping warm everything that you are dependent upon. Well, Alan, living. I want to get
5: more into their control grid and then what the world will look like if they have their way after we take some calls. But specifically, I want your expert opinion because I really do respect your research. It's very, very accurate in all the areas I've looked into and, of course, meshes with a lot of things I learned independently, and then I've learned some stuff from you as well as we all learn from each other in this, uh, you know, uh, I guess, college of awakening that's happening to, to counter the elites. The elites then respond to us, and I've had them respond to me mm-hmm. uh, openly that well you're one of us because you are thinking and then join our system and then I don't want to join their inbred sadistic system saying people are animals, survival of the fittest that, that this is how you become dominant, you know, this is how you become the King Rex uh, you know, the, the Rex Lex uh, or, or the, you know, the, the law of the kings over the slaves is by feeding on the slaves, by feeding on the cattle I mean, I see the elites. They do make mistakes. I mean, the, the, their self-replicating system has been well-oiled and art form works well because they have the wealth amassed. And, and when they do make mistakes, they never compromise and keep coming. But, but where have they made mistakes? Because they're not gods. They do make mistakes. Uh, this is a topic I've never really heard you talk about. Where have they made mistakes and then readjusted their program?
3: Uh, they tried right after World War I to bring in the League of Nations to its full strength as a global government people were still too nationalistic they had their independent cultures they wanted to hang on to them and so it, it uh, fitted back into the, the background again still a powerful organization but in the background H.G. Wells talked about it before World War II he said the people haven't given up all their rights, war has, they're not war weary enough, he said we needed another war, a, a second world war and sure enough they got their second world war and right after that after they signed the the last of the main charter uh, in California for the the United Nations, the Phoenix Bird of the the League of Nations, Um, they they wrote lots of books. I have them all here printed at the time by the big players talking about the the need to push immediately for global government while the people were still war-weary. But it it still didn't take off enough. And so they went back to the drawing board and said, well, by the year 2010-2012, We can bring the United Nations up through perpetual conflict until it's the only organization which can come forward and and promise the people they'll take care of them, the big paternal United Nations. Now, the United Nations is not a democratic institution. It's unelected by the populace of any country. It's a dictatorial institution, and it's already, and it has been for, for many years, passing laws which every government in the world simply and then passes into their national laws. they are already been built up to be the, the the major country of the world. Now, remember the Department of Agriculture of the United Nations has stated a few years ago that food is a weapon and food has been used in the past as a weapon to control people. That's an ancient technique. And you're noticing now, oh my goodness, that there's massive uh, wheat shortages across the world. Then you go and you link that to the Royal Institute of International Affairs and they have Dozens and dozens of think tanks working on this global coming crisis, and they have had this for years how to make it into a crisis. So they're building up the United Nations to be the, the big paternal figure that's going to take over from the national governments and promise to take care of you. Uh, they've, they've laid their groundwork well, they've had a hundred years now of, of gradually pushing themselves up to the top and they will use food as a weapon. Now, the Department of Agriculture at the UN stated that eventually all food for the entire world will come to them, and they will dish out so much per country, per capita.
5: And, of course, that's being done, even under the same names or similar names, same bureaucracy internationally sets standards for the animal ID, the premises ID, one chicken dies, you get $2,000 a day fines if you don't report it, inspectors without warrants on your property. But then the big poultry producers, they buy one tag per 1,000 chickens for $10, but the small producers have to have one $10 tag per chicken or per pig, which then bankrupts them. Uh, all of this being pushed in, all of this happening, the diabolical control grid going into place.
3: And also, uh, when they dish out food to nations, and that's coming, they stated that it's up then to the, the national leaders to keep their populations below a specific figure because they will not be given extra rations. Population control.
5: So they're now artificially introducing this because now Big Agra has more than half of world food production and the tolerances between what is a famine and what is a fat year are so small that they have easily uh, gone in and created and they brag about this the atmosphere uh, that has allowed this to happen then they say oh we've got to have more u.n. more international funding to feed the poor third world and they really use that money for eugenics
3: yes they do there's no doubt about it they've decided a long time ago and that's what the human genome project was about finding out who is superior inferior what type they'll allow to come into the new world, the new world order, and those who must perish. And you'd understand their religion is much, much older than even Egypt. It goes back even into India and Hinduism. And, uh, in Hinduist philosophy, at the end of the big, the great cycle, the big age, uh, they call it the oceans of theosophy. That's what they, how they call it. Then all the inferior types die off. And they must die off because only the superior types can be allowed to go through. It's holding
5: it's back the planetary uh, evolution yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in the whole neo-Darwinistic slash yogi system.
3: Yes. Darwin simply reiterated something that he and his family and all their members down through the ages had already believed in. That's right.
5: I want to go to some calls, but let's specifically get into the UN World government agenda. How far off you think they are? We know there's soft kill poisoning the water, the vaccines, mm-hmm. every new birth control always sterilizes or screws women up. It's always an accident. The government then gives them liability protection. Uh, we know that's you know the Gates uh, with Warren Buffett have given over 80 billion, and and and, and you know, the Gates family heads up Planned Parenthood. Uh, mm-hmm. IBM is a eugenics front. That's mainstream history. All of this going on, but when are they going to really? Uh, start exterminating the third world and we know AIDS is a soft guilt weapon but it's more of a uh, test of how it would spread from the info I've got
3: yes we're going to get hit I think with a whole bunch of things at the same time because they want total chaos the appearance of total chaos to create ultimate terror worldwide so that we'll, we'll truly come to our knees and beg them to help us And then they'll come forward with all their plans, which they just happen to have drawn up already.
5: And that's why they've built all over the world, giant underground bases, public everywhere but in the U.S., because we're the most dumbed down, uh, huge elite compounds for hundreds of thousands of people to live for decades, uh, underground uh, railways all over the world, under the Atlantic, in Europe, Mm -hmm. uh, so that they can carry all this out. This is their great dream. This is their excitement. Uh, And, of course, we see all the the newest James Bond movies about killing people for their genetic information. Or That was the James Bond before the last one. Uh, The latest one is about government-sponsored or or, or establishment-sponsored terror for gain. But we have Moonraker, where the elite industrialist, the trillionaire, wants to kill the Earth's population while the elite go to space for a year while the world's population dies so they can come back and then build the utopia.
3: Yes, there's no doubt about it. Margaret Thatcher talked about this because Man Alive program back in the, I think it was back in the late 70s, got wind of this agenda. All NATO countries signed a certain deal. It's still in effect uh, that when plague or nuclear fallout occurs over a certain area, you have to cordon off whole cities uh, by three, cor- uh, three circles. And any individual trying to escape from his quarantined areas to be shot on sight. That's enforced now. Uh, any person, any group of people who try to escape will be bombed The year. And Gats they've recruited
5: 26,000 preachers in the U.S., close to half a million truck drivers, 23,000 executives mm-hmm. uh, in InfraGuard, all ready for this.
3: And Margaret Thatcher said, she, she was asked, what about you and your own class? And she said, well, we'll be fine. We have underground shelters for ourselves.
5: And that's why the elites all live in certain areas. A lot of elites live in Austin because mm-hmm. out at Bergstrom, there's an underground railway. This is classified, by the way, folks. Yeah. Uh, going out to Fort Hood. It nexuses into the southwest. They admit these tunnel systems under D.C., the old Briar Green, all, all over the east coast. Uh, a lot of their main bases are actually out under the Atlantic Ocean. And we have this from inside sources, but a lot of it's been leaked.
3: Yes, and Thatcher was asked well, what's to stop the ordinary people from trying to break in and get in to to escape and live in your bunkers and your underground uh, shelters? And she said we'll have special forces, SES and others, uh, manning all entrances, and they'll be, taught to, they'll be told to shoot on sight. Well, anyone. they
5: admit what all of the public bases have. They have huge robotic turrets mm-hmm. uh, with nuclear blast-proof camera pods that pop up with machine guns, howitzers in case you come in with a tank. Uh, they have multiple ones, multiple ones built into each redoubt where there's level after level that pop up. Even if you assaulted it with tanks, more and more turrets just pop up. Then there's level after level of giant steel and concrete doors where each level you blast through, there's more troops waiting for you inside. Yep. Then even if you were able to take one of those bases, which is near impossible, uh, even with an armored battalion, they would then just jump into their mine shafts, go in their underground railways a 1,000 miles away to another base, and then, of course, blow the tunnel behind them. Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: this is a long-term planning. It's been, the Rand Corporation had, were in charge of boring the tunnels with those huge machines they have.
5: Hundreds of them bought in the early 1940s. Thousands of locomotive, uh, they, the, 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 what they declassified in the 50s, tunneled four feet an hour. And what, what do you think thousands of giant tunnel locomotives have been doing, ladies and gentlemen? Swiss cheesing everything underground.
3: Yeah, they can go five miles per per hour, per, per hour now with these. these particular
5: oh, five machines. miles! Oh, yeah. Five miles!
3: Yeah, to I, any rock, to any kind of rock. That's right. Yeah,
5: I guess I was looking at the '50s models. You know, that haven't declassified. Yeah, the obsolete ones. <laughs> My God, uh, over a thousand vehicles. I che- last time I checked, this was like six, seven years ago. A thousand—that's what's on purchase orders. Imagine what's secret. What do a thousand locomotives that can tunnel five feet an hour, mm-hmm. and, 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 le- and let's say half of them are broken? Uh, or, you know, being worked on at one time. What do a 1,000 locomotives, if you did that, at 5 feet an hour, how much do you think they've tunneled, Alan?
3: I think they've been across the planet uh, many times. Uh, as I say, it, it was, but they already had these machines in the 40s, like 40s, and these machines were using some kind of atomic-type uh, 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 power.
5: That's right, they have atomic locomotion, so there's no gas in the tunnels.
3: Yes, and, the, and the, because it can actually create so much heat without melting the superior alloy but it will melt the rock as they pass through and form a solid uh, casing around the tunnel. They don't have to go around and reinforce it when they pass through.
5: Ah, but... Now, of course, in Switzerland, they have underground bases for two years for the entire population. Russia has it for one year. But in the U.S., I grew up in Dallas, and they're still there. It says nuclear fallout shelter. I get to go with my family and die in the underground parking shelter. That's what land of the free, home of the brave gets. With our tax money, whose even public budget is bigger than the entire world's defense budgets together.
3: Yes. Well, there's no doubt the U.S. was uh, given the mandate to take over from Britain because it's tax-based and it's manpower-based factories and so on to build the machinery for this whole world domination structure.
5: And that's why they're so arrogant, is that imagine there's only, what, max 100 of these families. They've got about 3,000 servant families. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, this is how history's always worked, even in Babylon or in Egypt. You have servant guilds. Where even the kings and queens and old oligarchs themselves kind of become like Chinese princesses that are like queen ants that are just tended, the real power is in the mechanism and the families that serve them. Alan, from your study, uh, would you say that 's accurate uh, the number of families and servant families we 're dealing with?
3: I think so. Now they have many many helpers uh, That the, the technocratic society uh, with the scientific elite. They truly believe they don 't need to honor people anymore. Now, yeah, from my theory.
5: study, isn't the, te- the, 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 the sub technocratic elite is about 20,000? The upper technocratic elite is about 500, and, the, and then it plugs into larger bureaucracies of several thousand families. And then you have yeah. the prime directives uh, c- uh, going off of what? The, how long ago from your study did the elites finally codify the current eugenics uh, program that we are under? Because you know, they do stick to plans; they don't uh, seem to change them.
3: They never changed their plans, no. Well, you can go back to the days of Thomas Malthus, who was the first one to come out on behalf of the elite.
5: Well, remember, the Morlocks, written 100 years ago, they live underground and control us, the slaves on the surface. But go ahead.
3: Yes. Uh, But but Malthus worked for the British Crown and the British East India Company. And uh, the British East India Company was owned by the Crown. Yes. And it's all members of the royal family. The
5: only licensee for global oceanic trade.
3: Yes. And he stated there, Uh, that they'd have to start culling the population soon he was projecting into the future 100, 200 years he painted this picture of us all living on top of each other and the the, the terrifying prospect that they saw was to be too many of the commoners and we'd outbreed the elite
5: and so they said put us in tiny areas and then poison us, use biologicals to get rid of us
3: yes, he had it worked out uh, how to even infect um, certain types of parasites
5: by the way, that was the 1750s
3: yes and how to keep them a minimal uh, diet, or malnourished, a certain type of diet, so they couldn't walk off to a new plantation to work. They'd be too weak. But it'd be Which goes enough. back
5: to the Japanese and British model that mm-hmm. were very similar. How do the Japanese feed into this? Because analyzing the enemy attack profile, Alan Watt, of cutting to the net, I have noticed that, it's, that, the, that the Japanese... Have an even more advanced, more refined uh, system, and, and it seems that they—they, they, I mean, this is an Anglo-American-dominated enterprise—but it seems the Japanese have been given a place at the table.
3: There's no doubt. You, you have the old uh, elite families too of Japan still well in control, uh, in and they
5: publicly say they have given fealty for 400 years to the Queen of England.
3: Yes, they have, and they also had the Jesuits in there who also helped them with their particular warrior-type clans and their battle strategies. Let's
5: talk about the Jesuits a little bit. Let's talk about how different groups fit into this.
3: Mm -hmm. But there's no doubt, again, all these different conflicting... Remember that this plan, which is ancient, uh, has worked down through time. It uses whatever groups uh, are are handy. But specifically, let's
5: get into the Catholic Church and the Jesuits.
3: Yeah, the Catholic Church. There's no doubt about it. The Jesuits initially were taught... Remember Ignatius Loyola... Or, loyal fire starter, really that's what it means, uh, was was captured by the papacy uh, because he was raiding certain Catholic bands and plundering them. And he eventually had a meeting with the Pope, this prisoner. Uh, whatever he said was very important because he came out as the first, as he called, black Pope of the Jesuit society. And he had been a member of the Alumbratos, which is simply. Uh, the Knights Templar branch that eventually lived in Spain. So he was taught here. He was taught through the Knights Templars the strategy of using conflict, everlasting conflict. Problem reaction the solution,
5: side. the dialectic, and then they also claimed they were fighting the Templars, didn't they? When they really weren't.
3: That's correct. And uh, and so down through the ages, uh, the Jesuits were were masters at going into areas where they wanted to disrupt the society. Uh, plan rebellions and even get in different sides fighting each other, blaming the other, while they would keep themselves clean. And they could go incognito undercover where the clothes of the commoners, some of them were even a mar- allowed to use wives and live in the same villages and houses.
5: So we see a lot of espionage going on. It was a clandestine yeah. uh, what we would call the CIA today.
3: Mm-hmm. And eventually of course during World War II uh, they blended with the CIA. Malachi and Martin talked about that
5: And they were working both sides, in the West and with the Nazis. Yes, there's no doubt about that. Say what, let's talk more about that and take calls after this quick break. We're going to take a break, and we will return on the other side with Alan Watt. I'm Alex Jones, and this is the one, the only Alex Jones Radio Network. Stay with us. We're back live. Maiden Voyage here. We'll be here every day for a fourth hour, 11 to 3 Central Standard Time. Going back to Alan Watt. Alan continuing. Because people get confused by Protestant, Jesuit, Catholic, all these groups. Uh, They set up the the World Council of Churches. Before that, the National Council of Churches. The Rockefellers running it. Same thing there, where every major denomination is controlled by these people.
3: There's no doubt about it. Uh, they run all organizations. They get them all appearing to be in conflict. But the whole, pro- the whole process goes to resolution, a predetermined uh, resolution that the public eventually accept. So they use all uh, advanced type guards, conflicts, um, rebellious types uh, to, to steer the world. They even use major wars in the same way. Uh, during World War II, uh, Joe Stalin was Uncle Joe, Immediately after, they need another enemy, and he became the great big, big, uh, bad bear. And so they always have an enemy, because to keep control over masses of people, you, you, you must have war or the threat of war.
5: Alan, we're going to have to have you back up for another two hours in the future. I promise to go to calls. Let's go ahead and take some calls right now. Let's go ahead and talk with Steve in Colorado. Steve, you're on the air. Welcome. Yes, hi, Alex.
4: Hello, um, Alan. Uh, I have three questions regarding material that you've just mentioned, uh, just some details. Um, first of all, do you know what the date was that you mentioned Eric Margolis wrote in the Toronto Sun about uh, Gorb- Gorbachev's speech? That was just before uh, uh, they announced
3: the, the, the takedown.
5: I remember that was all over the news at the time. You, yeah. you can dig that up. I don't have the. Yeah, to
3: look into it. the Toronto Sun archives and you'll find it there.
5: That okay. was in 1991.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, Eric Margolis. Yeah.
4: Okay, Margolis M A R G O L I S. Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, second question is, you had mentioned uh, Margaret Thatcher's t- tour of the world. I think you called it New
5: World she- Order. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay, what year was that? It was in the early nineties. She spoke even in Massey Hall
3: in Toronto, and the title of her talk was the New World Order. In that talk. It was printed, strangely enough, on a weekend. I think the main editor was off, and a novice reporter was there. It was very straightforward. She talked about the parallel government, which you now belonged to, that really ran the world. It was printed in the, the Toronto Sun again. And Anything also, else, Steve?
4: Uh, yes. Uh, okay, and you said that was Massey, Massey Hall in Toronto? Yeah. Okay. And then the the final question was, um, we'll see, what is this group that you said that Ignatius Loyola... Uh, belong to, I think you said Bratton or something like that? Yes, the, the
3: Alumbratos is uh, Spanish for Illuminati. Okay, uh, how are you spelling Illuminati Brad- were there long before Adam
2: Weishaupt.
5: You know? Yeah, Adam Weishaupt was just one putsch or one junta that was launched out of Germany into France. Uh, oh. and, and, then, and then, of course, they failed there, so they brought in Napoleon.
4: Okay, how are you spelling Brat How are you spelling that word? Bratos, B-R-A-D, I think it is, O-S. Okay, Brados. Al- alumbratos, yeah. I see. Okay, very good.
5: Illumine, yeah. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk to Leo in Mass. Leo, you're on the air. Welcome.
6: Mr. Watt and (coughs) Alex. uh, Yeah, Mr. Watt, uh, when you come on, I am afraid to call because I don't want to break your scheme of thought. It's so clear. Anyway, uh, I have uh, one thing I want to say about... <clears throat> my, um, I, I go around debunking World War II and one of my prime uh, methods is to use Dunkirk as to why he was just another control. Yeah,
5: uh, Heinrich Himmler and Hermann Goering, the head of the Luftwaffe, allowed 300 and something thousand French and British troops with their equipment to escape and they say it's because Hitler loved them and liked them. Go yeah, ahead. But
6: it, you know, a, a chess player doesn't do that. Anyway... But my real thing is, I've been thinking recently about Joe McCarthy and the hearings. Now, I think he was really onto to something, but they said, oh, let him go. He'll self-destruct. And that's what happened. I remember he self-destructed in the public and the whole thing died. I am so furious that his handlers didn't to cool down well, let's be clear. Uh, I mean, let me
5: comment. Let's be clear about McCarthy. He was a good guy. He meant well, but he only thought it was a communist conspiracy, which they then used to take the general public's freedoms and liberties in the nation and create a, you know, uh, a, a hysteria and fear, as Alan said, enemy creation. But as soon as he found the documents that the army and that our government was funding the Soviets, he was totally destroyed instantly because that was about to expose that communism was just a fake front. Just like we knew from books that were written and inside people that Mao was put into power in 1949, now it's admitted on the History Channel, and they have the old CIA section chiefs who are now dead, but videos of them admitting that they put Mao into power. Alan what? Yes, and
3: if you look at to, what's really interesting, you see Adolf Hitler, uh, for a long, long time, he truly thought that Britain, was, gonna, and he wrote about this, Britain would come, come on board. Yeah, with they Hitler. had a
5: secret deal, and that's yep. why... Uh, Albert Hess parachuted in uh, in his full uniform uh, in England trying to meet with the uh, King. Go ahead.
3: Well, actually he landed on Lord Lothian's land. Lord Lothian at that time was the head of the Royal Institute for International
5: Affairs. And he was supposed to be brought to the the royal family and he was saying, why are you breaking your deal? Go ahead. That's exactly what it was. And uh,
3: he landed on Lord Lothian's land. He was the head of the Royal Institute at that time for International Affairs. And basically he was saying, what's up? We're we're, we're supposed to call it off
5: now. Because the previous head, and I'm just adding this for listeners that don't know, the previous head, of course, was Lord Milner. And 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 so he had set
6: Hitler
2: up. Go ahead. Yeah, and also, too, um,
3: in a book is called Fringes of Power, written by Churchill's secretary, Uh, he said that Churchill was telling telling the public to go off and fight for their culture, their country, and to save England. And meanwhile, at parties, he was saying this war is the greatest thing that ever happened. We'll get a united Europe out of this, our lifelong dream.
5: And then in '49, he did the Treaty of London, which really set up the EU, but then they officially set it up with the Treaty of Rome, 1947. And that's why now we've seen the conversion uh, of Tony Blair over to Catholicism, so he can head up a Catholic Europe. But. I, I, people then want to say it's a Catholic conspiracy. No, the Catholic Church is a unit of this. I'm not debating its New World Order. I'm just trying to say that there's groups above that, and people get mad at me. They want me to say it is a Catholic conspiracy, Alan.
3: Yeah, I know. Uh, there's, there's no doubt you, you use everything. And we're also,
5: saying it's run by them. There's no debate here. Yes. See, I mean, oh, we're oh, saying that it's near the top of the pyramid, but no, we've got to say it's only Catholic and that the Protestants are good. No, they're run by the same thing.
3: If you look into Milner's groups, now, Milner, and, and, and with the Cheadle Rhodes combination with the round-table groups, they created what they called the Young Turks, the Young Italians, the Young Zionist groups, and so on, all revolutionary groups to bring in world revolution. So they used all existing types and
5: members. And now it's the La Reconquistas here in the U.S. Same, same technique. Yep. And that's why you see big money, big network owners running billboards, almost 700 of them at tens of thousands apiece in L.A. saying L.A.'s Mexico. That's why you see Absolute Vodka with, you know, multi, you know, $50 million ad campaign saying the U.S. belongs to Mexico. They are funding it.
3: The Rockefellers uh, were the first ones to come out and fund, fund that particular group. Now, that's just one,
5: one, one microcosm. Uh, thank you, caller. I really do appreciate your call. Uh, now, let's go ahead and talk to... David in Texas, you're on the air, David.
2: Hello, yes, sir. How are you doing? First of all, I want to congratulate you on your fourth hour and wish you best of luck you. on that. Please um, spread the word about it. I'll do my best. I'm actually just calling in. I don't have any way of getting it. I don't have a working computer right now. Uh, We're going to have so it on AM
5: and FM to... stations in, in a in short way by next week. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, you might. You know, if you get the the t- daytime frequency, twelve one eighty or whatever.
5: 12160, yes
2: sir. 12160, and, and maybe you can talk to Mike Jones or something about it. But anyways, I had a couple very quick comments. I wanted to also, uh, put in my two cents worth of memoriam to Charlton Heston. I actually appreciate his legacy overall. No one's perfect, but he was a good man. He meant well. I do, I agree with your take on exactly on him. Um, so I want to just briefly mention that, and we will miss him. Um, as someone who really is a patriot and supports conservatism, uh, true conservatism, as you like to put it, and I agree with that, I think that we need to get back, I, I have a personal view, we need to get back to more constitutional government. And I have several proposals, term limits, uh, reform in the Electoral College, going back to having states pick the senators, uh, getting rid of the income tax. All hard good,
5: assets, all things the bankers put in in 1913. Hard asset-backed
2: money as opposed to the phony funny, funny money or fiat money we have now. Um, term limits, balanced budget amendment requirement. Um, property rights against abuses by eminent domain, getting rid of asset forfeiture seizures.
5: Excellent point, sir. Do you have any comments or questions for Alan Watt?
2: Uh, yeah, I one quickly wanted to mention I appreciate the work that he's done, and I, he's been in, I, I listen to a lot of his work in broadcasting and other sources that he does regularly, and I appreciate his work in researching the New World Order. The thing I think is, why do these people think they're entitled to this, one? And, two, what would he recommend average people do banned against bringing down the whole grand scheme they have of wanting to take over the world and do away with anyone other than their fellow elite Mm -hmm. the the why is quite simple they've been in charge of this
3: world for thousands of years and they've built up empires and as they move out of one old empire they take their wealth with them and it collapses behind them yeah it's parasites
5: they come in use it as an engine uh, attack the neighbors, uh, get more Strau, more land, uh, then, because they built up power in that nation, they have to destroy it so that the sub-elite there doesn't threaten them, and then they move on to the next group. But finally, with a one-world government, they can wage war against full humanity through survival of the fittest, the social Darwinistic view that it's the elite's right and their responsibility to slaughter and kill the public.
3: Yes. And again, to combat this, when you realize the, the magnitude of it, because it's your whole reality, it's your whole indoctrination, it's your daily indoctrination if you watch television, uh, then you have to come to a decision on a personal basis first. You don't run out and just join a group and realize you've been fooled again. You've got to change yourself, and you must be willing to stand up as an individual against whatever you see as right or wrong, around you in society, regardless of what's now politically correct or what will be tomorrow.
5: Absolutely. Let's go ahead and take another phone call. Uh, Let's talk to, but there's so many I can't uh, tell who to go to next here. I'll tell you what, just air whoever you want. We're going to go to Bart in Houston. Go ahead, Bart, you're on the air.
7: Um, Hey, Alex. Hey, Alan. It's good to hear you guys talk. Um, You know, this last week, Joseph Nye came to Houston, Texas, and I had a chance to catch up with him at the World Affairs Council, kind of like a subgroup for the CFR to come out and uh, introduce their indoctrination to, you know, the people that think they're elites all around the country. And uh, I really have to say, you know, I knew he was coming, so I did a lot of research, and I read up a lot on what he's been writing about. And I think that what we're really going to see, I really do think we're going to see Obama or Clinton come in because everything this guy's writing about, and this is the founder of neoliberalism, he's one of the top ten policy thinkers, he's Bilderberg, he's head of the trilateral, North American Trilateral Commission, everything he's talking about is the need to recapture domestic opinion here and public opinion abroad.
5: Yeah, let me, let me add something to what you're saying. Congress has an 11% approval rating, even in their admitted polls. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm a little more optimistic, I think, than Alan is sometimes, though he understands that they're, and I understand they're trying to even angle on that, and then they'll create another counter-revolution to add even more fervor and blood and belief to energize their system. They love having salesmen that really push their agenda in a well-meaning way. That's very convincing, and it gets through people's instincts against evil. So it's very sophisticated. But you're right. They are coming in, and they're very good at every city, even little towns, have their own good old boys, boss hogs, people who think that they're the elites, and that's why they go along with it, because they're well-meaning people in most cases, and they believe, with the compartmentalized info they're given, that they're part of some larger elitism, and that, you know, it's not corruption, it's, it's, you know, somebody's gotta control things. And they are desperately right now, I mean, that's what Obama keeps saying, change, change. Make America know that we can work together. You know, bring us back to the, quote, process. That means back to the controlled process. Alan Watt?
3: Yes, that's true. But we've got to remember, too, that above them, as Carl quickly said, the, the new system that's come in is a feudal system where the CEOs of major international corporations are now the new feudal overlords. Well, that's
5: it, but what I'm saying is the people are seeing through the the, the 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 political simulation that isn't real, and so people are seeing the matrix like never before. I agree we're in the grid now, in the jaws, but again, I don't think these enemies are gods like they think. I think they can be defeated, Alan.
3: They can be defeated very simply, and that's simply by the majority of the public uh, not going along.
5: Seeing the man behind the curtain, go ahead. Yeah,
3: not going along with the agenda and saying, no more. No more. Uh, we should be in charge of our own food. Uh, we should be in charge of everything we need to live on an individual basis, not some remote uh, multinational globalist uh, agribusiness. Uh, we have to have the right to retain that which we need to survive personally. And when we have that back in our hands, then we have a voice, but not before.
6: Well, everything this
7: guy was talking about was is pure Hegelian, dualistic, you know, mind control. I'll let you guys go, but at the end of his speech, I walked over to him, and I, I, I leaned over while he was signing books, and I said, Sir, can I ask you one more question? And he didn't look up at me, and he kept signing the books, and he said, Yes, of course. And I said, Recently, Zebrev Brzezinski was quoted as saying the prospects for a new world order had been put back 20 years by the missteps of the Bush and the neoconservatives. Uh, and I, I asked him, I said, do you agree with that assessment? He set the pen down, and he turned so he could look right at me, and he said, we will recover. Mm-hmm. And just the, the chill of just how confident he was when he made that statement really has, has stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I do think they can be defeated. I do think. Yeah, here you are talking up.
5: to a top globalist minion, a, a super gopher, and they're point blank admitting it to you, and then you go tell the poor schmuck down the street, and they've been pre-programmed, it doesn't exist. Uh, I really do appreciate your call. Uh, let's, uh, go ahead now and talk to Dan in California. Uh, Dan, you're on the air. Welcome.
4: Well, uh, thank you, sir. And, uh, I really appreciate the work that you guys have done, Alex, especially your early, uh, work with the films where you're, you know, walking around exposing the UN plaques on national parks and things like that. Uh, my take is, or my question is, uh, How do we get all of our legal capital together to simply restore the Constitution? Uh, It all breaks down to a law enforcement problem.
5: Uh, Well, the the police have been militarized, brainwashed. Even if the cop is good on average on the ground, the system is predatory and wicked. That's why the White House came out and tried to, in the open, promote torture. That was because they were already carrying it out, and, and they had people complaining inside their system. So they thought by just putting it in plain view, that would neutralize their own people, thinking it was illegal. So they have to always push the envelope, because they want to do this on a mass scale. Alan what?
3: Yes, it'll take something on the, on the scale of the, the Tiananmen Square massacre, where we stand in front of tanks one day. That's what's coming. That's what's coming. Don't kid Hopefully, us. we.
4: That, but I just wanted to comment about, what do you think about the Royal, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, it's the Council on Foreign Relations, yes? does not that confer a title of nobility to its membership, and of course in the Constitution it says no state shall grant titles of nobility, but I believe it also says that no uh, elected official to Congress or the...
5: Yeah, state let, me, or me no. let me comment on that in the interest of time, and then Alan can, we'll take a few final calls... The Logan Act says that our politicians, state or federal, can't go to meetings where policies being set and private interest are there secretly or without publicly admitting they're going or going uh you know, with uh you know Congress's approval. But Hillary, Bill, the Bushes before they're in power, Tony Blair, they all do it. Now we see them exercising corruption in front of us. Uh we've seen both Hillary and we have seen John McCain go to Rothschild meetings. And, and, and other public meetings and be given hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for going and speaking at those meetings for their campaign illegal out in the open so they're publicly setting the precedent that if, if you run for county commissioner and violate one little letter of the law you're going to go to prison but if you're the big politician they can do what they want so that is selective uh, enforcement and then as for titles of nobility uh, the British did set up the CFR, but it's not a public title of nobility. It is a, really an intelligence agency uh, operating where they give you favors if you serve them at the heads of banking, academia, um, media, government, uh, at state and federal and international liaison, State Department-type level. Alan Watt?
3: Yes. In, in fact, uh, it, I think it was clearly also described for what a technocrat was. A technocrat is someone... Who works beside behind the scenes not elected generally but has the real power in the parallel government to make decisions he's not responsible to the public Yeah, they're the, they're
5: the experts, they're the thinkers
3: yes, and so you're right with the professors, I looked at the transhumanist agenda, their big global meeting recently, and every major professor from across the planet from universities, they happened to attend every big person was there these are the, the sellout prostitutes who believe they're going to be allowed to come into this new world order and be saved with their families because they have superior genes and intellect. And that's why they're all working uh, fervently towards the same goal for their masters.
5: Publicly writing books about it, and then the general public has been preconditioned by them it doesn't exist, like you tell children. Uh, We're all treated like children. They've trained us to have an extended childhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk to Mike in Illinois. Mike, you're on the air.
1: Hey, how you doing, Alex? Good, sir.
5: Um, you know, I just
1: want to say thank you for you, Jesse Ventura, Ron Paul. All these people who have helped open up my eyes within the past month. I had no idea of any of this. Uh, I served in the military. I'm now a disabled veteran. Um, and I actually served under a command where I had a commander and a master chief who was a, a Freemason. And uh, there were certain things that I wouldn't be able to do or say um, because of subjecting my rights. But uh, I wanted to thank you guys. And then I also had a question. Uh, the question was, Is state militia, um, independent state militias, uh, Do you, are, are we for them? Are we against them? I mean, what's their status? I mean, don't they no, represent no, it's, the it's, Constitution? No, uh, I mean,
5: I mean uh, we need to have a state militia, an organized one and then an unorganized one, and that's why okay. you see the elites going after that. Okay. Uh, but the elite okay. knew that we needed an armed mass of citizenry to basically kill the Native Americans, And, of course, most of the founding fathers believed in it. They were good guys, but they were being manipulated, too. So for a time, we were allowed to be armed because they were going to populate the frontier with families. And so it it was kind of going into a militarized Spartan-type society. And the elites even said, it's the new Atlantis. This will be the new Sparta. And so we were allowed to be armed. Now the Spartans took it over, and so now they're bringing us back in to the amalgamation, and it's all being slaves. Alan Watt? There's no
3: doubt they can allow you to create real estate out of swamplands and take uh, all that hard work back from you 100, 200 years down the road. They're long-term planners, intergenerational planners. What the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. That's their own little motto, and they believe they're the Lord. So, um, uh, yeah, they can take everything from you that you think is your natural right. That's
5: right. In the Bible, they took out the word Yahweh and uh, and or Yah and replaced it with Lord, which was the ancient European term of of, you know God, which is their name. They are the Lords, Mm -hmm. Lord Veda. Okay.
1: And then uh, one one uh, final statement. I just want to say that uh, not a day goes by where I don't tell at least three people and try to notify them what the New World Order is, and in a polite and uh, reasonable manner, uh, so I don't look like I'm just some theorist, but, um, but without presenting the facts.
5: All right. Thank you, so, sir. Got to jump. Thank you so much. You bet. Mike in Wisconsin, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes.
1: Um,
2: I, was just, I was just liking to say that the, these groups that you guys uh, try to illustrate here, they're, they're usually confusing and mysterious to, to try to pinpoint who they are. Found that two Let me just patriots. stop you.
5: You have the elite, the global elite that understand how humans operate, the first psychologist, the first psychiatrist, who made a study of how humans operate. And then they can infiltrate anybody, any hierarchical organization, any system and take control of it, and then even play different sides of their own mechanism off against each other, because they know that you want the illusion of choice. And so they're in the Masons, they're in the Catholics, they're in the Protestants, they're in the governments, they're in the corporations, like for like. The elite congregate with the elite. The elite go to the same schools. The elite go on vacations together. Uh, Alan, you want well, to explain well, this to him?
7: Well,
3: yeah. actually, because the, just... the circles of influence, well, that circle that you move amongst, is your circle of influence. And Margaret Thatcher talked about it when she took public money and put it into the private school system for the wealthy elite, and she justified it by saying, these are your future leaders. They will grow up together. They'll be in politics, business, CEO positions, and she says we must keep them going, and that's how she rationalized taking the public money to fund private schools for the wealthy.
5: And then the elite also are scanning through the whole public school system, finding the best minds, and then making... I mean, uh, the stories uh, we've had, like, Dr. Uh, Cutty on and others... And, and you'd have these elite individuals, you know, with the best test scores, say in Wisconsin at the at the government university, and then all of a sudden, David Rockefeller would fly in and just be in the lunch line and walk up and sit down next, next to the young man, saying, "We want to, you know, we want you to come work with us." That's
2: how they
3: picked uh, Maurice Strong.
2: Well, what I was what I was going to say though is that um, I think two people in history have, have illustrated very well who these elite are, and two of them being Benjamin Friedman and Jack Bernstein.
5: Benjamin Friedman and Jack Bernstein.
2: Which I have uh, transcripts of them on my website at ProThink.org.
5: Oh, uh, you're uh, you're that stupid twit. Yep, I'm that twit. <laughs> you look like such <laughs> a weak little punk, man. Thank
2: you. I appreciate it, Alex. Hey, take, it.
5: take care, weakling. Thank you. Why don't you come up to New York next time I'm up there? I'll be up there this year. I'll see you. I'll be there. I'll see Can you. you hear me? I'm going to be there. I'll be there the third time this year. Good. You come up and talk to me. All right, we'll have a little discussion. Good, punk. All right. You little cowardly day. piece of crap. <laughs> hey, coward, I'm going to be in New York. You hear me, punk?
2: Hey, hey, Alex. Alex, it's all right, man. You can calm down, dude. No, it's fuck okay. you.
5: Fuck you. No, it's
2: this okay, is the Alex. real radio show, punk.
5: You hey. just go ahead and come up there, you little cowardly soft wit. I hey, dare right, you to come, come up to me in New York, you little punk, you little yeah. weak punk. <laughs> oh, hey, you're a coward, and you're not going to be there, you little punk. Let him go. Bet I will. Okay, punk. I'll see you there. All these guys. I've told everybody I'm taking the gloves off. Excuse hey, me, I, Alan. I get, I
2: get the
3: same ones. I get the same ones on my shows phoning in too, and often <laughs> do it in tandem from from one end of the country, one of their buddies, another end of the country will phone <laughs> up immediately after them, and and they push their little agenda. And I'm telling you, a lot of these guys don't realize their books that they are reading were put out by the CIA.
5: No, no, I mean the reason is, is that wasn't me just getting mad and losing control there. I've announced to everybody that I'm really gonna be myself and, and, and you know, it's probably not good because a lot of kids listen to me and I, you know, probably shouldn't get mad at people. I am for real. I believe in what I'm doing. You know, I make films about exposing the New World Order. I expose what Israel does. I expose what the Vatican does. And, and it's key that we understand that it's all these groups being run by the same people. Yep. If we're ever going to stop this, and, 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 you know, these people uh, send me threatening videos, they send me comments, they say all this stuff. So I want them to know that all of them, that, that this is the real deal, that this is reality, and it's come out in so many things that Nazis and other groups have been funded by the government. They want to do that. They want to make this information unpalatable. They want to tie it to attacking certain religions or attacking certain racial groups so they can then stop us from actually waking the people up. Alan,
3: You, you, divide, you divide and conquer. It's an old story. Divide and conquer. Have everyone fighting everyone else. Meanwhile, the big boys march ahead while you're all fighting each other. It's a simple technique.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this is the new radio show, ladies and gentlemen, and the gloves are off. Uh, in fact, we can always go over here, too, if we want. Uh, but, uh, you know, I actually am going to not be profane. I'm not usually. I just, uh, you know, just things are so serious. The world is falling apart so bad that that. That I am just turning the heat up, Alan. I mean, I just feel in my gut that, 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 that we're hurtling towards major collapse, major calamity. We
3: are, and we are. There's no doubt this is not a show. It's, it's a, it's a revelation of what's coming. And uh, this is where we are right now. We're in a battle for our lives.
5: Absolutely. Well, all I've got is my genuineness. All I've got is that I really believe and research what I say and I really care about the innocence. I mean, the elite are sick. If they are such great elite, they should want to build up humanity and go to the stars. Instead, in real eugenics, they actually target the intelligent and try to mutate the entire middle class just so they can keep their hegemonic power. And that makes me angry. And you do have this you know, eugenics, this whole eugenics agenda that's being pushed, and it just makes me angry.
3: It is, and it's published wide out in the open with the trans and post-humanist agenda. Uh, And uh, uh, there's nothing hidden anymore. And as I see, we're in a battle for our very lives here, and the children's lives too, for everyone. Everyone who went before us, that made us who we are, uh, and those who can come after is in the balance right now. And we're the only ones with the information that can fight this at the moment. The next generation are too young. They've had too much indoctrination. They can't do it. It's up to us.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead though, and for a few minutes, Alan, can you stay over about another twenty minutes, take more calls? Sure. Yeah. Let's get into Israel because I made a film about how Israel attacked the USS Liberty, trying to seek it to blame it on Egypt, and then I'm told that that film is 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 a lie, and then I'm saying Israel's good. No, I just added that our government was involved working with Israel. That's like if two guys rob a bank, yeah. and I say that. There were two guys there, and people say, no, there's only one. No, there was a white guy from Texas called LBJ, and then there was also Israel. And, and, and I make a film about it, and then uh, that last twit that calls in says, you're covering up for Israel. That's intellectually bankrupt. That's not reality to say when I daringly, at a high profile, make a film exposing Israeli-sponsored terror, and I go through all the crap that comes with that, they then... The agents, the people influenced by agents, and I think it's just weak-minded people, most of them are just mockingbirds, who repeat. Then they come and tell me that I'm covering something up. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, hatred is so easy to instill, and hatred blinds. And a lot of people who have been brought up on a steady diet of stuff, again, turned out by the CIA that runs most of the white supremacist groups, uh, then it's impossible for most of them to to break out of their, their own conditioning, and see the bigger picture and yet if you go into the writings of the, the governor, lieutenant governor for Palestine at the time 1930s, 20s, 30s when they were setting up uh, Israel um, Lord uh, Storrs S-T-O-R-R-S wrote a book called Orientations and in it uh, he said that we, the British are setting up a new Ulster he said in the Middle East Now, if you understand the history of Ulster, it's it's when the British government, the Crown, set up an an organization mainly of Protestants to go in as overlords of Ireland. And that's been a, a conflict, a thorn in the side of the Irish for centuries ever since.
5: And the British have been caught staging terror over and over again as a pretext to stay there.
3: Yes, and so they did the same technique. They set one up. The British funded and set up the organization of the New Israel and uh, they, 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 it was a mandate for them that they took millions of troops away from the front lines in World War I and brought them into Palestine to make sure that these new immigrants, mainly from Russia, by the way, were allowed to settle. The ones who settled initially were, were primarily hardline communists, and many of them said that they left Russia because it was not communist enough. That's not Judaism. That's a communist line, and people have to recognize the difference.
5: Absolutely, and, and people out there need to understand. There are powerful Israelis in the positions of power all over, and no one has ever denied what that's going on. Yep. I mean, I made films and wrote articles six, seven years ago about Israel creating fake al-Qaeda groups, staging it, just like I've exposed what the Vatican's involved with. And, and And again, people out there say you've only got to harp on one group or nothing, and it, it just is frustrating to me because because I understand that it is hooked in. It's like a hydra. Mm-hmm. And if you don't attack the heart of the hydra, you're never going to be able to chop off all its heads because it just grows new ones. I mean, can you break that down, Alan? Well, it's true.
3: Uh, you see, the simplest way to take the heat off yourself, if you have a, a name for conquest and, and being an empire builder, is to get another group to to settle in an area you want to conquer and that's why they funded and set up uh, this new Israel. It's really an arm of the same system. And
5: that's why they're setting up a La Reconquista movement in America southwest. Same thing. And again, I don't dislike Mexicans. I want to be their friends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't dislike Jews. I want to be their friends. They're being manipulated and controlled by the subgroup uh, that hooks into the larger pyramid that feeds and controls on them. And it's come out in Zionist documents that we've always talked about this. That and even you know Jews have written best-selling books on it. That that Israel, uh, as it was being set up, it was being set up before 47, ladies and gentlemen. That they made deals with Hitler, the Zionists did, to not let Jews out if they wouldn't go to Israel. And and disgusting comments about a cow in Palestine is worth more than all the Jews in Germany, or Poland. And that makes me mad. That makes me angry. And and just like the Mexicans have been enslaved, you know, the difference is I'm not going to sit here and attack Jews and attack Catholics and attack Mexicans. All these groups have been used.
3: They have been used, and I tell people be careful of the fact that you have a culture that you're tremendously proud of because that can be used against you. They use tribal instincts against you. Exactly.
5: Talk about tribal instincts.
3: Uh, The tribal instincts are, are, are so well studied. These characters are ethnologists and zoologists at the top. They've studied us forever for thousands of years. And when there's trouble, the men automatically stand up to preserve the tribe. And therefore, you have your tribal emblems. Now it's flags today in uniforms and patches and badges. And whenever you see them, you automatically go into a tribal fight mode. And it's the same thing. They use uh, Judaism in Israel as a, a patriotic thing to the fight to the death, etc., etc. It's nothing to do with, with the fulfillment of a Bible prophecy. It's an extension of a military pol- uh, policy of world
5: conquest. And again, the elites see themselves as great because they see it as cold-bloodedly scientific. They do, and, and they know it will work very well. The
3: greatest way to get people battling is to put two different uh, cultures together in the same little confined area and supply them with arms and let them go at it and then the big boys step in and say gee we have to take over look at the trouble you're causing you can't settle your differences that will come eventually
5: absolutely we're going to take a few final calls and let Alan Watt get out of here but this is such a fun interview we are keeping going Jason you're on the air from Nevada go ahead
1: hey Alex oh my gosh it's an honor Alan it's an honor Um, I, I have to say my eyes have been open I just have to really say that and I'm Aware of the new world order and the police state is coming. Um, and oh, I gotta here. say, I gotta say, just like what you were just saying, I have no emotional attachment to my culture, but I am in a tribal mode right now for my country. Right now, I'm getting in the enemy mode for my country because it's in jeopardy.
5: Well, I defend the U.S. because of this. It's better than anything else we've got, and the globalists are now wanting to get rid of this tribal unit. And so if it blocks the globalists in their operation, yes, we tribally can defeat it. Alan, you agree that tribal structures certainly still have their uses.
3: They have their uses, and also, again, because they are natural instincts that can be abused. Because they're natural instincts, um, they can be motivated, too, for the right reasons, as long as we don't follow the wrong people. And uh, we, you see, the United States is the driving engine for this whole globalist agenda. Um, We find that um, Kipling wrote a poem where he said, we hand over the torch to you. He read that in the U.S. Senate, being the U.S. was to take over the financing and the manpower for the armies that would eventually bring this global system together. And I think the answer to all of this lies within the U.S. itself. If it can regain some or hold on to some or bring to the force some of its real morality that was there a hundred years ago, People were incredibly decent from the United States. They had a tremendously good culture. During the Great Depression, um, when people were were abused and used by the elite again, uh, there was no robbery amongst people. They helped each other out even though they lived in tents. Uh, They had such a great cohesion. That's right. Once they developed, exactly, they use
5: wars to get us into that violent, dirty mode, and then you never really get out of it. Then once you're even around your fellow tribe, you fight with each other. And I get in a tribal mode. You know, earlier it makes me mad because you got some self-righteous individual that calls in. And it makes me mad because they really believe in what they're saying. And then they say things about me that are a lie. And so it makes me mad. And so I apologize for being mean and even cussing at people. I'm just letting folks know that I'm the real deal. I, all I have is who I am. I'm putting my life on the line. I've been physically attacked before over this. I get death threats over this. And I'm tired of people self-righteously telling me I'm wrong when I really do what I do from my heart. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is the real me. This is what I believe. And yeah, and that, that last guy
1: was ignorant, too. I mean, I'm sure he gets off from being misinformed.
5: Well, no, not even that individual. People he supports you know, have done radio shows where they say, uh, you know, that I'm a pedophile. I mean, it's just the ultimate lying crap, and if I had time and I don't, I, you know, I would sue people in France and things over that kind of stuff. You know, I might go after Turd Schmidt, you know, but I don't have time. I say, well, can I fight the New World Order? Or, or, or do I fight these little, these mentally ill schizophrenics? And I appreciate your call. I'm not even talking about the last guy that called. I appreciate your call. I was watching I some, hold on, I appreciate your call. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I was watching some clip last night of a guy that was clearly a schizophrenic. He was, and I was laughing and then I stopped laughing because it wasn't funny. I mean, this schizophrenic was videotaping out his window, thinking that people loading their cars with stuff or mowing their yards were gang-stalking him, and then he went back and got on his YouTube and was saying, I was a CIA agent. And it's in a way, it's freaking scary, man. I mean, these, some of these people are bonker cuckoo cocoa puffs. There's this one guy says the Catholics do it all, run it all crowd, and he's this guy, somebody sent me a clip where he says the earth is on a pinwheel and goes on a string up and down, and that uh, the sun orbits the earth. I mean, th- that's the problem, Alan, why a lot of people won't listen to us, is because our movement is just filled with nuts. But But uh, the culture is. Just because the mainstream media is lying, just because the mainstream media... You know, is out there spinning and doing things. Well, then we look at the other culture. Just because somebody's saying something different from the mainstream media doesn't mean it's automatically true. I mean, can you talk to nutballs?
3: Oh, you well, you can. I mean, that's just it. And of course, they're encouraged. And we've got to remember too. This is very, very important. There is a cyber war going on. It's been published in the newspapers in Canada. Pentagon, yeah. And for the last few weeks, for instance, they're attacking people's sites and so on, and bringing you down. However part of the divisions of this particular cyber war that they've had in place is to fund certain people to cause this kind of mayhem and to uh, to, to attack the talk show hosts that are speaking out against the agenda. So they're funding and training some of them to do this.
5: Continue, Alan.
3: So we've got to be very, very careful. And, and they work... They're coordinated. I've had them phone into my shows and I'll, I'll give... I'll let someone speak and then I'll I'll try to get on to the next one and immediately it's another one of his friends across the other side of the country with the same pablum and you know it's a coordinated effort to try and close you down under the hate laws. I'm well aware of what they're doing.
5: Yeah, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number one, I don't believe the exact paradigm they're putting out because it's bigger than that but number two, why should I jump into the trap of what the enemy wants? Exactly. I, I mean, they've been caught creating these fake Clan groups and white supremacist groups, and a lot of people saying Israel runs it all. They're not racist you know, there themselves. Program,
3: there was a program put out uh, on a British television. I think it may also have been Man Alive, back in the 1970s, and the camera team followed police raids on five different white supremacist uh, groups in different cities. One of the the, the main places they raided uh, had guys dressed up in Nazi uniforms and all the rest of it. 200 people inside. They took them all outside in the raid. At the end of the night, there was only three of them arrested. They found out there were so many. All the rest of the people attending, including the leaders, worked for CIA or FBI or one of the many other organizations, and they didn't know they were all attending. Only three of the guys had walked in off the street for a coffee. They were the guys who got arrested.
5: Everyone well, I mean, that came in the- out in the... Um, it's been. It's come out everywhere, but German intelligence... In fact, that's in the Ed Koch interview we posted where we put all the articles, as I told him about it and he denied it, runs, founded the the, the neo-Nazi groups that have been caught firebombing Turks and others. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when reasonable Germans say, we have a social welfare system, we can't have unlimited foreigners here, that'll bankrupt us, they can go, oh, you're the ones that want to firebomb Turks. That's right. You know, know, that make sure and target firebomb the exact apartment building that's full of kids. That's the same thing. I mean, it it happens over and over again. Now, they were trying to pass hate laws in Idaho about a decade ago, and there was this Nazi group out hailing Hitler, and they found out their donation P.O. box was owned by a rabbi.
3: Yes. That's happened in Canada, too. There was one rabbi in Montreal who was caught uh, selling drugs to local people, and his excuse was it was to be sent to Israel. Uh, We've had these kind of incidences happening as well. So even, if you belong to any group... Be very, very careful who your leader is because they can completely mislead you. Well, that's
5: why I've never created groups. Mm -hmm. That's why I've always just told people, here's my ideas, here's my guests, people I trust, folks I think that have good info, or sometimes enemy guests we have on to expose them. And then I just say, it's an idea. Mm -hmm. Of liberty and freedom and getting outside of the cage, getting outside of the grid, getting outside of the cave, getting outside of the walls. And that doesn't even mean believing what I'm saying. And anybody who comes up with these orthodoxies of, I've got to say it's the Catholics or I've got to just say it's the Jews, Mm -hmm. A, for my research, that's not the case. But B, uh, you know, B, expanding on all of that, uh, I'm not going to go off of some orthodoxy and I'm not telling people to go off my orthodoxy. Yeah, and you
3: remember too, and you've spoken about yourself, how how the 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 Pentagon brought in all those preachers, Christian preachers, telling them to, to go out and uh, demand that their flocks follow uh, into this new world order and go along with it. Well, they could understand. They've gone to rabbis too, and all other cultural leaders. So be careful if you belong to a cultural group. Your religious leaders might be part of part of the whole agenda too.
5: Absolutely. Let's take four or five more calls fast, and we're out of here. Maggie in Texas, you're on the air.
2: Oh, hello. uh... Alan Hi. and uh Alex um I think this is an appropriate time then to mention that uh, last week Rabbi David Weiss the head of the uh, Nutre karty or uh, Jews against Zionism spoke on the UT campus and it was a very it was a very good speech and I think he would make a good guest and you could probably get him Yeah, that's speech. an idea.
5: Let's get him on.
2: Mhm. Uh would you like me to track down his contact info for you
5: I, I I think I know how to contact them mm-hmm. they 've got what jews against zionism dot com
2: uh, jews against dot com true torah dot com mm-hmm. I think they 're the same website
5: and all they do is actually follow what the, what the New Testament and well, Old Testament excuse me says right uh, exactly. that, uh, that they aren 't going to have Israel until the, basically the Messiah comes and that's what the Bible says. Exactly.
2: That's exactly what he was saying, and he made that point uh, over and over, long-windedly at times.
6: But there's well, no they doubt also talk very...
5: about they also talk about how the Zionists made sure that the, that the religious Jews couldn't get out of Germany. Uh, thank you for the call, uh, Maggie. I appreciate that. I'm going to move really quick here now. Let's go ahead and talk to John in Florida. You're on the air with Alan Watt.
7: Hi, uh, Alex. Uh, I just wanted to first say don't apologize for getting angry at that fool that called you earlier because you're right. And um, I just wanted to thank you for lashing
5: out at people like that. Well, I lash out because, you know, I don't like people uh, who sit there, not even so much that guy, but other people talk about my family. And, I mean, it's, it's dangerous because because I'm not a litigious person, but I have sued people before. A local talk show host did some stuff. I sued them. I mean, I spent like 15 grand. The local access people were trying to shut down free speech. I sued them and sent the director to prison when we found dirt. I had PIs on them. Uh, I had a guy stalking my sister because of me. I sued him, and he ended up going to jail after he violated the restraining order. I mean, dude, I don't play around, but things are so serious now that I ignore a lot of this stuff, but then I can't be... And then some idiot so, talk show host who claims he's a lawyer said, well, you know, you know defense of, you know, of, of libel and, and slander is the truth, and uh, blah, 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 you're a public figure. No, if there's malice of forethought and the intention to hurt people... Then, then, then you can sue them and you can destroy them. And so yeah, that's what people things, need to know is that maybe I need to make an example out of a few people who sit there and make crap up about me. Maybe I need to drag them through the court system so they find out and stick their butt on the stand and say, okay, now you go ahead and prove this incredible statement you made. This incredible statement uh that uh you have made all right uh i mean it's a bunch of them. the catholic people have said it the, the 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 jews did it all group have just said the worst crap you can about me and uh you know i've literally been i've even called my lawyer and had it and had the process going and 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 said no no stop stop uh, because I go fast, I put PIs on people immediately, so I can hit them with a the process server, you know, so I can get them immediately. It's it just, and I'm not a litigious person. I don't want to spend fifteen grand, but the thing is, I don't worship money, so I will spend it. Alan.
3: Yeah, I mean, eventually you get stalked. I get the same problem. I get phone stalkers and all the rest of it, but. And it might not be a bad idea to grab one of these guys and find out on the stand exactly what group is financing him to do it.
5: And a lot of times they won't even know. They'll have someone who is an agent handling them. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. But a lot of times they're just mentally ill people. Uh, Anything else, caller?
7: Yes. um, Actually, I wanted to talk to Alan, too. Thank you, Alan, for your work. Uh, You've really uh, expanded my understanding of what's going on, and I've just been listening to you for a week. And I have a question for you. Do you believe that there is a God, and if so, where is God in all of this, and is there any help coming from
3: Him? I would, ne- would never. I think that God helps those that help themselves, and why should any deity help anyone who's going to sit on their their rear end and allow all this to happen? I, I don't think so. I think you have to be active too. I think that's the only way. Your, your Creator. Uh, would eventually help you if you're worth saving if, you do, if you're not going to save yourself no one else is going to do it for you
7: good point thank you very much for answering my question
5: alright good to good to hear from you my friend um, just a few more calls we're going to let you go Alan boy what a show I mean I told people that I was going to let it all hang out on this show at least for the next few weeks until we actually go up on the satellite and the AM and FM dial but I'm still going to even warn the stations that the fourth hour is going to be a lot hotter a lot more serious I mean, I've never held back in my info, but I've held back on, you know, really telling it like it is, really going after folks. Uh, and uh, plus, I'm eating a lot healthier. I'm jogging again. And I'm almost scared to get in shape because that's when I really get aggressive and start, you know. i got a lot of testosterone, folks, so I appreciate you spending time with us today. In fact, I'm going to go run right after this show's over. I just can't wait. I'm sorry, Alan. I'm pretty fired up. You know I'm a wild man, don't you, Alan? I know you. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, though, it's good to have you on. You're very calm, cool, and collected, my friend. Yeah. You know, we've got to get you a show over at Genesis. Uh-huh. The problem is you've got to actually track Ted down and get him to you know, get you on instead of the other way around, networks calling you and getting you on. Because I was on talk Sport a few weeks ago, and they asked me what I thought of you, and I just said you're one of the best uh, people out there because it's just all documented info. Yeah. Let's take uh, three more and we're out of here. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to David in Texas. Go ahead, David. Hello, yes, sir. Hi, i do doing again. Um, uh, What
2: is the? What do you think the best thing that 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 the Patriot Movement should do at this time, given we've got three candidates, none of them really going to help. It's all far. a big
5: distraction. Run around like a chicken with your head cut off, waking up everybody you can about the matrix false paradigm. Just tell them to think for themselves. There's a lot of evil going on. Uh, warn them about martial law. Expose false flag terror, their favorite tool of problem-reaction solution. Break that mechanism, their favorite mechanism, before they use it. Alan?
3: Yes, and I, I would also, and it's something I've told people, uh, they should demand that anyone who you're going to give power over you, a, any politician, even a, a school board, giving power over your children, you better demand to know all their credentials and every organization they belong to and have sworn allegiance to must be put on the table for the public to see. You'll have a shock to find out the institutions they all belong
5: to. Absolutely. Don't just... Uh trust the people that run the, the government schools, get them out of the government schools, you're going to find out that it's, that it's very, very serious. And just by getting involved in the system, that will gum them up. Their system is based on formulaic, top-down, horizontal integration that is centralized. You break the pyramid by decentralizing it and just doing things that are unpredictable and against their system. Alan, what?
3: Yeah, you go for the foundation. That's, it. That's the cornerstone at the bottom. Not just the capstone at the top. You take the cornerstone away, and that thing now is unwieldy. It'll eventually collapse. And so you keep chipping away there. Find out who they are, what they've sworn allegiance to. You'll find that they're all in some kind of higher, higher Freemasonic association. And you'll find it's male and female, and they've sworn allegiance to the same agenda. And you check out the, the writings of Pike and others. You'll find that ultimately, between the lines. He's giving you the same as the Communist Manifesto, the abolition of private property, the abolition of traditional family, the abolition of everything that, that once was normal.
5: Absolutely. Alan Watt, uh, Cuttingtothematrix.com. you got audios, videos, a lot of great stuff on YouTube and Google Video. Just Google Alan Watt, W-A-T-T, or Cuttingtothematrix.net. Uh, I really appreciate you spending uh, more than two hours with us, and I look forward to uh, having you back on in the near future. It's been a pleasure, Alex. Take care. There goes Ellen Watt. Uh, I'm a maniac. This is what happens when I start doing four hours and 22 minutes of radio so far today. And uh, we're going to be ending the show here in just a moment. Uh, We're working the bugs out. Uh, We didn't have problems with our servers today sending out the video to the PrisonPlanet.tv members with the document cam and the video cam and and, and the cam of myself. We're going to be upgrading and expanding it. We had problems in-house with the T1 and the cable modem getting it out to you. So there was some blips there. But we're going to encode this, clean it up, uh, and uh, upload it for PrisonPlanet.tv members by this evening. And then we'll be back live tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. And the fourth hour will be video, and we'll take calls uh, in that hour and have special guests on as well. Throughout the week, we are going to be here. Uh, everybody take care, and I will see you at InfoWars.com and presentPlanet.com. Great job to the technicians and crew and engineers and the producer. Fabulous job. Great job, Aaron. I'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to end you with a shot of Aaron out the window.